Well, it's interesting, isn't it? We, uh, we've got 10 teams in the championship, just about a league, I would say. Uh, six teams in the premiership. Can that really be called a league or is it more of a round robin? Well, whatever your views on that, at least it means that we should have enough time to get a full programme in and get to the playoffs before the really cold and wet British weather makes us all want to stay at home. Well, it would be nice, but that isn't the reality, is it? Instead, we have some teams with weeks of inactivity, while others quickly get through their league programmes. And now, coming into October, we still don't even know who the finalists are going to be in the top two leagues. Only in Speedway. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. We have in the studio with us Chris and Matt, Good myself. Evening. And I know this is one of your bugbears. Welcome, welcome to my world, Michael. Yeah. Welcome to my world. I've been saying this for the last three or four seasons. You have, you have. Um, it's, it, it shouldn't be rocket size to get a full program of fixtures in when there's not that many fixtures in the season to, to get in. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. They do it every year. That's the thing. It's not as if it's a one-off thing. No, you know, no. you, you can guarantee next year they'll do exactly the same thing. You'll have weeks and weeks and weeks of clubs having no matches, and then suddenly the promoters will all turn their we calendar to September the first and think, "Ooh, I've got some matches. I've got to get in. I've got to get in." Got and not only that, we've had weeks and weeks of dry weather. Yeah. We, you know, I mean, probably the driest. Well, we know it's the driest weather since 1976-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76-76
wet conditions, you get wet tracks, and it's, it's sort of. Mm-hmm. I remember a couple of years ago when uh, Wolves and Swindon raced each other in the playoffs, and it took about three or four attempts to get the first leg of the semi-final right? yeah. and even eventually when it was run it was run on a wet night but because they were running out of time to get it in they had to, they had it. to run it and it mm. sport the meeting because it was on a, on a wet track it was a lottery of a meeting and what should and have been what should have been a really good meeting between two sides at the time that were in really good form was, was ruined because yeah. of the conditions and then you get situations also I mean thinking of the, from the fans point of view you get you, you don't know who you're going to end up playing but you could have a situation where Paul is playing Glasgow, yeah. for instance, just like we have this year. Oh, yes. And then poor, and then poor, poor Paul fans, and I've never said that sentence before in my life, that go all the way up to Glasgow only for it to be rained off. I mean, I, mean, I suppose it's always a chance at Glasgow that that's going to yeah. happen. But, but, you, but you, you, you take my point. Um, it's not great. Clearly, is it? The, clearly, there was a clearly Paul wanted to carry on with that meeting, didn't they? I mean, I watched the uh, we watched the stream at home, and it was right, uh, yeah. certainly um, Richard Lawson was very forthright. I think in his opinion, for what we could see on the cameras, that he wanted the meeting to right. to carry on. Um, it was just uh, I don't know. I'd, it, it, you'd, you'd think they'd learn the lesson, but I mean, to be to be fair, you know, you're trying to do the promoters a favour as well because you know. Must be a headache for them trying to get all, rearrange all these matches in, as much as it is having to go, having to pay money, and then you know you sit there waiting for the referee to walk round in his umbrella so he can say, "Yep, it's too wet, the meeting's off." Hmm. Well, we um, we'll come on to the playoffs and stuff, and, and we'll uh, have a look at who we think's going to go in each of the different semi-finals and, and so on that are going, um, and obviously that will ta- that will be also be a part of our Nigel Pearson League. Yeah. Um, and of course, I'll probably be in the in the league, in the, uh, in the list next week as well. Yes. <laughs> Things are going. Well, there, there, there is a chance. And, and I don't know whether you've seen the league table, but there's one point between first and second. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, it's two points. Isn't two, it? points. It's, it's two, two points. Two points, points yeah, is it? Yeah, right. So, I mean, that's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's getting close. Um, but talking about Nigel Pearson. There's, uh, even so, there's even a chance that somebody could climb out of 17th, I think. Mm, the moment, yeah, but, so, um, there is a chance yeah. that I had yeah. noticed Same that. Chance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I would consider that a, a, a victory. Um, talking of Nigel Pearson, it's nice to see that uh, he's been inducted into the Speedway Hall of Fame. Absolutely, yeah, that was um, obviously done last night at Mogma, so We've been given a couple of photos by Phil McGlynn of that, if, yep. uh, uh, which we'll put on at some point when uh, Chris isn't so overworked. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to- talking of which, uh, <laughs> would you like to um, give a shout out to everybody that's on the show? Fox? Okay, so hello to Elliot, Jim. Andrew, Andy, Lawrence, Pete, Terry Hall, Jeff Daniels, Elliot, Rich Thomas, and UK Speedway Tavern podcast man. No, that's us. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's the, so Elliot Hunt says, uh, hi, Elliot, by the way. I know Elliot quite well. Uh, Wolves were superb done by 29th of August at home. Bellevue and Ipswich good too early September. Kingsley and Sheffield quite far behind, struggle to complete them before the deadline. Now, Elias, I believe, is a teacher. I hope he doesn't teach grammar because there's no punctuation in there, so I struggled a bit. <laughs> he knows you. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, if I look at, do you look at, I've got Sheffield's fixture list up here. Uh, they raced against Peterborough on the 14th of July, and their next home meeting was on the. Uh, uh, 8th of August and they had, and that was the only home meeting they had until 
25th of August. Mm. So you've got August. I mean, August is the period, really, where you should be staging most of your meetings. You know, the, the kids are off school, chance to get big crowds in, and yeah. these I clubs know aren't staging much. Birmingham matches. sort of felt a bit hard done by that. They hadn't got many meaningful matches meetings in August. In, in August. And, yeah, I mean, which is, you know, a prime time for us. So we get a lot more children turning up and so on. Yeah. And as somebody more wiser than me once said, children are our future. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, um, Pete Clark says, in 1976, nobody complained about noise and dust. Mm, that's not true. I used to, We used to complain about dust quite a lot. <laughs> noise, not so much, but the dust, yeah. Um, Craig Smee, the playoff semi-final should be taking place first week of September latest and the playoff final the third or fourth week in September. We shouldn't be running into October at all unless we have a horrendous amount of postponements during summer months. But there certainly has to be a cut-off point. I mean, that seems sensible to me. Well, with the last, in fairness, the last three summers have been, you know, we've not had a massive amount of rain in the last three summers, have we? You know, you might no, you might have no. a couple of weeks where you've got a well, few... Well, had the last two summers because the one of them we lost. Yeah, absolutely. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, to me it's a choice. If you're going to have the playoffs, then do it properly. Yeah. Or don't have the playoffs. Mm. And then it wouldn't matter so much. Because you, know, you know, very often the league would have been sorted out. I mean, Ipswich would be top of the league, and, and they would they would be, uh, you know, be well. Sheffield obviously, of course, finished top, didn't they? So did that was a Sheffield. Yeah. So you know, yeah, it was. Yes, I remember. Yeah, that. they had a great start, though, didn't they? Yeah, it's not just the playoffs to go. There are still two rounds off the pairs. Well, that's another thing. I mean, with the, with the uh, the Premiership pairs, they've all been sort of spread over the whole course mm. of the season. If you had them all within. I don't know, space of a month of each other, you keep a bit of interest in it. Why not have them in the week of each other? It goes from that one to that one to that one to that one. Oh, yeah, well, it's like two weeks, maybe. I don't... I, it, it, don't make, it don't make sense to do it any other way. That would build up interest as yeah. well, wouldn't it? Because, I mean, to be honest, off, the last one was about six weeks ago. Mm. Uh Craig Smith says the playoffs should be known at the start of the season. It would certainly allow people to plan to book time off work in the event their team was in the playoffs. I'd have loved to have gone down to Ipswich on Thursday, but couldn't book off work, and weather needs to play ball as well. Long way to go for a rain-off. Certainly yeah. always very, very wary about travelling to away meetings at this time mm. of the year. Very, very wary. Elliot says uh, the championship playoffs started early September, a lot better than... Li- leaving till the end like Premiership. The problem with that is the Championship have got... Quarterfinals as well. Sem- yeah, quarterfinals before the semi-finals. And, uh, it, yeah, the, the, there's more teams involved, isn't there? So it's taking a little bit longer, which I think probably they should have still just done the top four. Mm. Maybe, I don't know. Anthony Bailey says, like Matt has alluded to, have you been alluding again? Apparently so. <laughs> You've yeah. got to stop doing that, you know. People need to know the full facts behind playoff dates. That is television. Now, with this as a factor, it's chicken and egg. Please the people who can broadcast and promote your sport, or please the few diehards who will always go. On this occasion, I have a lot of sympathy for everybody. Surely it's not good for um, the TV to have something on your schedule that is then rained off. That doesn't seem great to me. No, not really. I do know it's one of the reasons, I think, why Sky eventually sort of 
got frustrated with British Speedway mm. was the fact that they were turning up at meetings, paying an extortionate amount of money to set everything up, and then it rains and it's it's all off. Mm. So. Simon Corbett says, was Wolves hammering at Kings Lynn an average reduction exercise? Yes, it was a bit of a hammering, I must admit. Um, it was crikey, it was. 60, it was 63-27, I think. Was you all. there? No, I didn't go, thankfully. <laughs> I was watching it on the, on the, on the updates. That was, uh, that was bad enough. I mean, admittedly, there was... Well, I mean, I say nothing to go for, but Wolves, if you know, a six-point win could possibly have, have got Wolves into third place in the league. You could have got them in extra place. So, but other than that, really, not not a huge amount to go for. But um, I guess you know, it, it did did must have been it did did surprise me to get to go into the into a playoff meeting on the back of a on the back of a result like mm. that. It's not a track the Wolves generally do very well at anyway. But even so, that was a real surprise to lose by that many. So Brian Buck doesn't agree with you. Mm, okay. <laughs> Very <laughs> easy to time. say that playoff dates should be fixed at the start of the season, but we can never account for weather conditions. A wet August or a wet July is as possible as a wet September. Can't blame the BSPL for everything. Well, I can, mm. but no. <laughs> the the thing that I would say about that is you've got a t- you've got a, a league of six teams. They meet each other twice. Yep. So that's 12 matches. If you can't get 12 matches well, in... 10 matches, isn't it? Five of each. Yeah, so if you can't get 10 matches in... Yeah. ...before September, yeah, that's pretty poor. I, I, I don't well, believe do you, that. When you think about it, the only other team sport that you can think of that is sort of handicapped by the weather really is cricket, cricket. isn't it? But mm. as far as I'm aware, they don't rearrange matches in cricket. They just... Well, they use this... Oh, they uh, use this Duckworth-Lewis Duckworth don't they? Goodness, I mean, I don't know whether they could introduce that into something like that into Spain. Right? I mean, <laughs> oh, they, they struggle with Let's the basic... Oh, they struggle no, with no, the no, basic no, 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 Let's not do that. that. Oh. But the only other thing imagine is, the arguments that would But the only cause. other thing is, you know, avoid the meeting and then just award a point to each team with low spores. That sort of opens the possibility of teams saying, oh, we can get this meeting called off, we'll get a point. Which, again, is the usual perception, mm. isn't it? So, Craig Smee asks, but are we more likely to get autumnal weather in the middle of summer in August or the middle of autumn in October? Fair point, I'm, I'm guessing. I mean, this, it is Britain, so it yeah. isn't likely to get it any time. <laughs> but, yeah. Doesn't seem to be nice. Elliot says, so. I travelled to the meeting and back home, was very annoyed as it was the worst team, I presume he's talking about the Walls, Kings yeah. Lynn thing yeah. now, uh, was the worst team performance for years. I was texting updates from the meeting. We only had one heat won by Nick Morris. All riders got six points or below. We was miles behind in some heats. Kings Lynn gated very comfortably and were miles ahead of us throughout the evening. I don't think one match is enough to lower averages mm, that is. much. Not, not, not. Uh, so. Jim Turrell, why not do away with the pointless playoffs? Well, they're not pointless mm-hmm. uh, because you win the thing by winning the playoffs and replace them with a Challenge Cup. Been said many times by many people, but those in Speedway Towers don't listen. I understand people not liking the playoffs. To be fair, because mm. um, I suppose there's, there's the argument that well, the team that finishes top is the best team. They should win the league. The t- team that's the best team every year. I, although having said that, of course, you've got the. I mean, as a Birmingham fan, yeah, I su- we've suffered at the hands of Paul and uh, the year that we were miles ahead of everybody else yeah. in the actual league. But it does generate mm. excitement in those few weeks when you're in when you're in the playoffs mm. and you've got that to look forward to. And of course, they are. 
they are money spinners as well. So but they, they did this Jubilee cl- um, League. Cup, yeah, that which was originally been, that could that, that could have been the Jubilee Cup. Yeah, playoffs could be the Jubilee Cup. It could so you could you could for me. Yeah, uh, once again, oh, hello, the in, uh, uh, bah, 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 thank you very much. The Aces Jink strikes again with the injury to Frick. He's disappeared again. He doesn't want me to, to doesn't want me to read this out. Uh, there is some confusion on whether we can sign someone if it's a season ending injury, which you can according to the rules. Question mark. I looked it up on the SCB rules. Long has it is within Frick's average of 8.7. He is number one in Ace's average. Two riders that do fit are Lambert and Woofingdon. Whether they would ride is another question. I don't think they can sign anybody, can they? I mean, we wasn't allowed to. Paul were allowed to, weren't they? Well, yeah, they Greg did Hancock, sign Greg didn't Hancock, Hancock, didn't they? Yeah. And obviously, so, a few, well, obviously, six years ago, we signed Ty Woofingdon before going into the playoffs. Yeah, but was it this late in the season? It was because um, there is a cut-off date. No, to I think it was the last week of I think it was the last week of August. Mm. So yeah. doing it this late is it's, it means a massive blow for Bellevue to lose Max Frick. That, mm. that really is a damaging blow to their uh, chances. If Robert, if you can sign somebody, I would say Robert Lambert would be a be a best bet. Mm. Um, I don't think Ty Woffington would be up for riding again possibly riding against Wolverhampton yes it would make it a very interesting final if, if it's a Wolves but if it does happen to be a Wolves Bellevue final it would make it very interesting if Ty Woffington is in the uh, in the Bellevue pits yeah on that night yeah I, given the uh, the shenanigans that went on in the uh, in the 2016 final uh, how is Matt getting a six point away win for Wolves at Kings Lynn maximum you get for away win is four points I need to get rid of that 1970s calculator <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I saw uh, Jeff's comment there and I thought yeah actually you're right there so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's called cheating it's called getting old yeah yeah and that as well you would know yeah, I would, and I do. Uh, Craig Smee says, Bellevue suffered a few years back winning the league by country mile, then losing playoffs to Wolves. I bet you remember that. I do remember that the one, playoffs, yes. however, The playoffs, however, generates excitement and keeps the league alive for longer. If a team runs away with the league, would teams be downing tools, riders choosing whether to ride or not, and lowering averages, etc.? So only in Speedway can something like that, can that, that question be yeah, asked? absolutely, yes, and, uh, and you make you go, oh, do you know what? You might have a point there. Um, well, maybe it's time to to do away with averages. How would you build the teams in with the rider grading? Like rider the job, grading. Like they tried several years ago. Mm. Rider grading. I know that's what Pete Adams and should should by well by the way. Oh yes, as well. So yeah, Pete unfortunately had a, a nasty fall apparently at uh, at Mamba Green last night in the pits and. Uh, so, Quite badly hurt himself by all accounts, so get well soon, yeah, Pete. Get well soon, Pete. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what Bellevue do do about yeah. the Max Frick situation. Um, these things always happen at the wrong time. That's absolutely, yeah. It's a real it's a big, big loss for them because he's been in great form for mm. them. If I was Mark Lemon, Robert Lambert, no-brainer. Another name I'd get is Niels Christian Iverson. He has a work permit and could come straight in. Wouldn't be a bad shout. Wouldn't be a bad shout, no. Uh, he rides big tracks really well, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that 
that pans out it really is and we've caught up with the comments my god it only took us what 20 minutes yeah uh, keep those comments uh, going. Normally, uh, at the beginning of the show, we get Chris to tell everybody how to join in, but you've, you've all got, you've all got it sorted out now. So, um, fantastic. Um, well, we've got one more uh, Grand Prix to come up. Yeah, we have uh, in, Torren. in Torren. Obviously, the championship is now uh, decided in favour of uh, Barter Smarsley, um, but still, obviously, top six to go for. Um, Freddie Lingren and Magic Yanovsky are both on 92 points apiece in 6th and 7th, although you would think whichever one of them doesn't get in will probably get a pick anyway. Uh, Todd Wuffenden, of course, outside the top six as well on, on 88. Um, so there's still you know a few bits, of, few bits and bobs to go for. And, uh, I think if you're quite low down, if you can get a big result on Saturday, then that's going to be uh, giving a bit of a nudge to the uh, to the organisers when it comes to picking the wild cards Absolutely. for next year. So. Yeah, that, that will go on. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there is a lot to ride for there. And, of course, looking forward to seeing who's going to finish as the top British rider, because, it's all It's all up for grabs between, Because, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, Robert Lambert on 97 in fourth, Dan Bewley fifth on 93, Ty Wuffenden 88 on, in uh, eighth place. Um, but, obviously, Ty's, you know, Ty had a much better time last time out in Voines with 14 mm-hmm. points. He was the top-scoring Brit, so... Mm-hmm. It was to say that he might not go and have another good night in, in Torren, of course, the track where he won he won his first world title in 2013, so... 2013? Yeah. Really? Wow. Nine years ago. <laughs> well, we're getting old, folks. You <laughs> are. So, that's going to be interesting, because I think on the face of it, it does look like it's either going to be Lambert or, or Beale, only four points separating them at mm. the moment, so... but. Big, big positive for British speed, I think, for two British riders to be... Well, for three British riders, really, to be in the top ten of the... Well, it is. I think a long time since we've... It's got to be going back 15, 16 years since the last time, so... I mean, it is, and then again, it isn't, because it's only great news for Birmingham, for Birmingham Speedway, for British Speedway, I do beg your pardon. Yeah. Um, On it's the, only great news for British Speedway if... The papers and powers that be pick up, up on it. Unfortunately, they haven't so mm. far. Robert um, Dan Beard is obviously you know the first Brit to win back to back Grand Prix. Mm. Nothing. 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 So. Uh, yeah, if you can uh, just go. There was a co- yeah. There you go. Uh, oh yeah, Pete Clark says, um, Mike, is there a right time to get an injury? November the first, I think. For, <laughs> there's never. Yeah, November the first. Uh, there never is a, a right time for a rider to get an injury, but from a team point of view, there's a right time and a wrong time. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, it's a whole averages thing, isn't it? You know, if you if you're if you've got a rider that is not performing really good, if he gets injured just before his average changes, then that's a really good time yeah. for for the injury. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Jeff Daniel says playoffs are great if run like Poland and Sweden. Like Matt said, get the league finished early. I think I said it as well. Okay. Uh, with Madsen winning the European Championship, where is an extra wild card now? There is an extra Six wild card. Six in total. Yeah, obviously Madsen's oh, there is an extra. Yeah, okay. with winning the, the European Championship. Yeah. So. Um, I didn't realise that Bewley won the Czech Golden Helmet yes, on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, well done, mate. I'm trying to think of the last British rider that won the Czech Golden Helmet. Was it? Does anybody know? So probably Peter Collins, wasn't it? <laughs> if anybody knows, just put it on the chat on the comments, yeah. and we'll. Uh... Absolutely. Yep. 
Oh, I didn't. I didn't realise that. Uh, well done. Yeah, I mean, at one time it was a big, 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 big thing to win that, wasn't it? The, it was. Uh, yeah, I think it still is to so. it, yeah, but perhaps probably not. not so much in this country. But mm. uh, he's, so. he's, uh, he's had some year, hasn't he? Dan Bewley, he's had yeah, a great year. The show, considering that he wasn't even going to be in the series at the start, the start of it, but yeah, he, of course, and he's got his place because the two Russian riders were. Uh, yeah, and do they uh, come back next year? What's well, I've seen somewhere. I don't know whether. John Davis they, apparently was the last one to John win the Davis. Czech Golden Helmet. Where? It's got to be about seventy. So it's got to be seventies or eighties, isn't it? For John 77, Davis. 78, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen somewhere that Emerson Fernandez has apparently said that if he doesn't know by November the 1st what's going to happen with regards to him being able to race in Poland again, then he's going to retire. That's what I've... It's a comment wow. I've seen. I don't know whether that's true. I mean, how... He, he can't be very old. He's about 30, 32, wow. 33, possibly. Seems to have been around a long time, doesn't he? Mm. You, you still think of him as a young kid, don't you, that uh, burst that, onto the scene that, and that, yeah. upset Scott Nichols in the process. We all thought this is the now. next big thing and it never... Yeah. Never really materialised for him, did he? Yeah. Uh, a stat was put on the Bellevue fan site the other day. In all the playoff meetings, Bellevue have ridden so far 12. They've only tracked a fully fit 1-7 to seven team on four occasions. Eight. That's an unbelievable run of bad luck, injury-wise, for the Aces. Some of that might be down to the Kurt Manshume track. Mm, <laughs> was, well, possibly, yeah. Yeah, but... By the way, just some... Oh, uh, Rich Thompson says it might have been Calvin Tatum. Yeah. By the way, we have got some news from um, Coventry Speedway. Uh, okay. Planning committee meeting to determine the brand and the state's planning application scheduled for October the 12th has once again been delayed. Meeting was initially due to take place on September the 14th before being postponed in the wake of the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. We were then given formal notification by Rugby Borough Council of the October the 12th date. However, it has since transpired that the public consultation period into the application has been, has been extended with notices recently posted at the stadium site. This relates to a procedural error on the part of Rugby Borough Council in that the original notices did not refer to the application being a departure from the local planning plan. It is somewhat surprising that this was the case, that the application has clearly conflicted with the local plan from the outset, a point we have repeatedly made all through our representations over the past six years. And the local plan itself was only adopted after a government inspection in 2018 declared the, original, the initial plan unsound without modifications to safeguarding existing sports and recreational buildings, making the specific requirement that additional protection should be given to Brandon Stadium. We await further information regarding a confirmed new date from the planning committee meeting and can confirm that we will be submitting an extensive response to the planning officer's report, which incredibly recommended approval of the Brandon Estates application. This document will appear on the Save Coventry Speedway website and be sent to local and national media at an appropriate time in advance of the meeting. Wow, another delay. Well, I mean, is, there, is anybody surprised? Uh, Obviously, we'll keep our... It feels like they're going to keep delaying it until they feel sure they're going to get the result yeah. that they want. Uh, there's, there's a couple of question, um, yeah, so questions on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I'll start with David. Uh, what do you think the Wolves need to do next season? 
Ooh, interesting one. Um, Rice. Well, obviously, that would be a start. It would be a start. Let's, let's just hope that's, uh, that's going to be the case. Would you um, sign Jack- Jakob Thorsell if he became available? No. No. Okay. I think he's gone backwards. Okay. Jakob Thorsell. Um, he's not been particularly impressive, I don't think, in the in the Swedish uh, league. Um, I think a lot of it's going to depend on the rods that are available. Um, it's it's a team that's sort of been together for quite a number of years now. Um of course, Sam Masters is possibly going to be moving on in the championship with Edinburgh now looking very unlocked to run next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't be coming to Birmingham, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Drew Kemp, I think, will, will definitely be a no-go. I think I've, I've been bitterly disappointed with Drew Kemp this season. He's he's had a few... Well, I mean, the, Dave Edwards actually has yeah. that question. Do you think that Walsh should keep Leon Flint and Drew Kemp? Leon Flint, yeah. definitely, because I think Leon's certainly in the last... Few weeks of the season has been has been superb, and he's really started to get to grips with with Mumma now. Um, Drew Kemp's been a disappointment. I'm maybe a little bit surprised that the club didn't look to replace him earlier in the season, really, because mm. that's been that's been our Achilles' heel most of the season. Is uh, you know we've sort of been a little bit weak at reserve, but uh, obviously Leon Flint's form has, has sort of been a big positive over the last few weeks. Um, I get the feeling if if one rider in the top five is probably going to go, it would probably be Nick Morris. That's just a hunch. I don't know. I don't know any. Thing you have no concrete. inside. No, inside I've got no information. inside information. I've, but that's that's just an inkling I get. But we'll obviously we'll see where that pans out over the uh, uh, next few weeks because Wolves Wolves generally do tend to have a period where they sort of stick with a, the the nucleus of a team for five mm-hmm. six years and then maybe sort of. Breaking apart and and build another build another nucleus and carry on that for five years. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, the stadium at Sheffield was not available during the long layoff due to the grand track being relayed. Says Martin. Yeah, that guessed. was a big problem. Really, was for Sheffield, wasn't it? They mm. they had, you know seemed to have loads and loads of matches that were not um, they weren't able to stage. But they 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 still done in quite good time. The ones since uh, yeah. Simon Wig in 1994, the uh, Czech Golden Albert. Scott Nichols won it as well. I never realised Scott had won it. Okay. 2005, Wig 94, Doncaster 89 and 90. So um, probably Scott Nichols then. Uh, Davis was the first Brit. Jeremy Doncaster won it twice, then Wig and Bewley. Good man. Sorted. Uh, Craig Smee, not surprised by that delay. However, he's talking about Coventry now. However, the planning application from Brandon Estates is so flawed and being contested on numerous occasions that legally the council have now had to look at it more and look at both sides' applications. Hence the delay again. So maybe it's good news. I, I, I've given up trying to work out what's good and what's bad news in in, the the whole Coventry thing we're just keeping our fingers crossed that you know we will be standing inside Brandon watching a Spado meeting again at some point it's it may well be a few years but and it probably won't be the Brandon that we've all come to know and love because I was as I said before did you say all come to know and love (laughs) well I mean it is love love on occasions when when you when you when When we win obviously but uh but no, I mean it's you know as I say, I mean we've seen recent photographs of the place and it's it's in a shocking state now, and I would imagine parts of it must be pretty close to being pulled down due to being yeah. unsafe. So mm. it's you know don't forget as well, it is quite a, an old stadium anyway. So absolutely, and Rich Thomas is fed up with the Czech Golden Helmet now. 
Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Right, so there's there's um, a few me- important meetings coming up. Yeah, shall we do a slightly more in depth look at them than we normally would? Why not? Um, Which meetings? So, what have we got first? Well, I'm, the... I'm just talking about the, like the playoff meetings, not the whole. Oh, okay. okay. Well, of course, uh, tomorrow night we've got the. Uh, this is going to be. Uh, Quite a lovely one, I think. The uh, has now become the first leg, pool against Glasgow. Pool against Glasgow. Yeah. I think with a lot of things that have been said in the press, that's going to be it's going to be a meeting that's definitely going to be one to watch. I think. Yeah, is it being streamed? I believe. It, I think all the playoffs have been streamed in okay. the championship. So, I'm definitely going to try and watch that. Yeah. Um, I mean, Glasgow are up against it a little bit, to be fair, they are aren't now, they? Yeah. With the injuries. Yeah. Um, Paul have sometimes looked a bit vulnerable at their own track this year as well. Yeah, they had a little bit of a sticky spell earlier mm. in the season, didn't they? Um, I think when both teams are at full strength, I think Glasgow are the stronger team, but they've obviously had issues in in recent weeks with with uh, with that. Um, so possibly Paul, I would say, as, as favourites to. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah, I think. Well, that's certainly going to win at home anyway. So, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll do the actual scores when we do the uh, prediction league. Prediction league, but I, that's obviously the first leg of the semi-final. So uh, we already know who they'll be up against. Yeah, which will be Leicester. Mm-hmm. And Paul versus Leicester is probably the the one for the neutrals that would want to see. Uh, I like Glasgow, as you know, but well, I mean, you, I think we both said Glasgow. Mm. Certainly, of all the teams we've seen at Perry Bar this season, Glasgow were clearly the most impressive one of the lot, weren't they? Mm. They really did ride very well at Perry Bar that night. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't pick a team between Paul and Leicester. I, I've no idea how that's going to go. I think it's going to be a home track advantage on both. So yeah. it could be one of those that swing violent through from one to the other, mm, yeah. and it might be an advantage to have the second leg in that one. Quite possibly, yeah. Mm. Might possibly. So, uh, the next one is the uh, first leg of the semi-final in the Premiership on Thursday. That's Ipswich against Bellevue. You see, this really depends on the Max Frick situation. Um, I mean, in a way, Bellevue would be a bit silly to sign somebody mm. particularly for that match absolutely yeah because they can get, bring somebody in that they know goes well round Ipswich couldn't they well let's just have a look at the, the results how Bellevue have done at uh, Ipswich this season um, yeah they've actually been beaten both times they lost the first match 47-43 and the second one 50-40 so they've been it wins for Ipswich but they've not been Comprehensive wins. Mm. They've certainly been by results that if if they were in the first leg of the meeting would be achievable to pull back at the NSS. Yeah, yeah. You see, we was all talking about Bellevue being untouchable what, a couple of weeks back. Yeah, and then things have suddenly changed. That, haven't they've they? changed. So, I, I actually fancy it switched to possibly come out on top on that. But it's hard. A lot depends on on. You know, guests or signings, and 
you're thinking very hard about this, aren't you? Yeah, I'll think Ipswich. I'll think Ipswich. But again, wouldn't be surprised if it's six, eight points, mm. something like that, which I think Bellevue would take. Because I think, you know, whatever people say about Bellevue, I think they do now have a big home track advantage. I think yes. They've got, you know, some, they've had some really big scores against uh, teams at the, at the National Speedway Stadium. Yeah. Because they know how to set their machines up for that yeah. track. Uh, any more? For any more? Well, on the Saturday, of course, we've got the second leg of that uh, other championship semi playoff semi final. That's uh, at uh, Glasgow, weather permitting, of course. Mm. So Glasgow was six points up in, in front, weren't they? Yeah, at the time. I think Glasgow will possibly just about clinch to that meeting, but I don't see them getting the aggregate store. Well, let's have a look at how they've gone against each other in the mm. in the league. I've, I've got. A f- I, might, I might be right in saying I think Glasgow have actually won at a, a, a pool. I've got a feeling they have. Let's. Uh, so look, just amuse yourselves all for a minute while you uh, dum get this dum thing to, dum dum It's been nice weather we've been oh, having, Chris, don't you think? Rain and sun and No, they haven't. 51-39 to pull in the league. Okay. Earlier in the season, so. You've been dying to play that all night. That was in the league, so... And and they got on. How did they get on at... But uh, Ashfield, it was oh, it was a draw there. Yeah, you, you got to think. I think I still I think don't want to say it, but but I think Paul have got that. I, do, I would say Paul probably now our favourites yeah. for that. Anything else before the weekends? Yeah, we've got the re- uh, well, we've got the ones going into next week. Obviously Monday, we've got the uh, rearranged Wall Sheffield match, mm. which is now. Not televised, of course. It's going to be updates only because it clashes with the other semi-final second leg at uh, Bellevue. <laughs> only in speed. So second second year in a row where not all the semi-finals are going to be televised because yeah. of the rain. That could be a tasty meeting as well, couldn't it? Will we'll mm. Sheffield have had some good clashes this year. I've got a it? hunch that the winner of the title might come from that meeting, you know. Mm. So week. you're obviously hoping that it's going to be Wolves. Yeah. I think Wolves are going to have too much for Sheffield. We've done well at Sheffield this season. So I actually, over the two legs, I think Wolves will yeah. come. Sheffield, of course, have already been top. to Mumma and won. Mm. It season. could actually be one of those meetings where they win at yours and you win at yeah, theirs. I mean, that's not, happened before. It's not inconceivable. It's not inconceivable now. We we had that, um, I think, at Birmingham in one of the Shield Young Shield matches in 2007. Yeah. can't remember who it was against, but... We beat them at theirs and they beat us at ours. And it was we Mildenor, just, was it? I think it was, actually. I yeah. think it was Mildenor, yeah. And, yeah of course so. you got, and, of course, you've got the other semi-final on the same night, uh, Bellevue against Ipswich. So, hopefully this time next week we will know who the... Uh, we'll, know, we'll certainly know who one of the teams who, who, in the final yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would be nice to know. Yeah. Right. Well, there's not a lot... Uh, of, there's a few things on there. Shall we just get... Catch up on the shout box. Oh, hang on. Uh, Take on a second because my screen has just decided. Oh, is it frozen? It it's frozen. Oh, Goodness yeah. me. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so, okay. Um, yeah, that's fine from there anyway. Uh, Premiership pairs on 24th and 27th of October, says Good Pete Clark. Good luck, 
Uh, Rich Thomas, out of, just out of interest, in 1981, Swindon Road, 57 matches, hosted, and then they disappeared, hosted two individual meetings and one pairs. Imagine that now. Yeah, but that, that also they had their own you know, riders for one team and all of that, which made it. I think at the moment Swindon would take over in ten matches, wouldn't they? Just to get just to get yeah. the players running again. As a Tigers fan, I think our injuries will come back to haunt us, and also some of the riders not been racing for seven weeks at home and only one away meeting in August. And Wolves can say the, the same to an extent, can't they? Yeah, they we, yeah well, we haven't ridden at home since uh, Bank Holiday Monday, right? So it's. Uh, but Simon Corbett says the Sheffield reserves, especially Connor Mountain, is riding well. Mm. But that's going to be interesting. I think that it, it could be one between Mountain and uh, Leon, yeah, Leon Flint. Quite possibly. Yeah. Um, somebody also mentioned that I think next year is going to be one big league, um, uh, North and South. I think it was Simon. Yeah, um, that, that's been that, suggested that, in the past. And that we didn't. So. He thought that we didn't agree, agree with that. My big worry is where do the riders come from? Mm. I don't think there's enough rods to do it at the That's moment, the unfortunately. Problem, yeah. Unless you promote a lot of rods up from the National League who are going to be basically carried at the Cannon bottom of the fodder. team. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so I think we've... I get the impression there's not really a lot of enthusiasm to do a restructure at the moment, although I think possibly they should be looking towards maybe... Having a bit of a restructure. Mm, I, I, my un understanding is that there's going to be uh, a bit of lowering of the um, averages. Averages, yeah. The the, the the team building averages. Certainly um, in the championship, anyway. Mm, I don't agree with it, but you know, my, my views on that are well known. Forty-two point five is where it should be. Yeah, that's it. And uh, speaking of Simon Corbett. Yes, you let's have a look weary. at the... Um, it's getting very interesting in the league. Hmm. Um, first of all, the important one is that uh, the guy in 17th place could overtake 16th next ah. week. That's <laughs> probably because the guy in 16th hasn't done it for a few weeks. <laughs> I'm, I'm and taking it's, it. He's still taking him out just to catch it. up with him. I'll tell you what, I had a good week last week. You did, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a really good week last week. Um, but... Ben Clifton had a fairly good week, slightly better than Simon Corbett, which means there are now two points in it at the top. Andrew Gone is only three points further yeah. behind. So. Yeah, not a lot in it. Well, he got he got a, a result right, didn't he? Completely right, yeah. which has um, oh, pumped yeah, him up okay. a little Wouldn't bit. Simon be gutted if he loses it on the last weekend? <laughs> you sound like you want that to happen. Where it just makes it exciting, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Oh, oh dear. Yeah. Uh, well, we're just going to shove that up from Craig. Craig's me. The only way one big league should would work is if the Polish restrictions are lifted, and some of the riders from Poland and Swedish leagues are persuaded to come back to the UK. I think there's yeah, yeah. It's a nice idea, but it's whether the uh, whether the pay would be enough to entice them back, unfortunately. Yeah. And could we get through that many matches? Yeah. Struggling to get through 10 matches, don't mm. they, in the season? Mm. Right. Anyway, let's go. So um, let's go through the actual, all the, all the uh, fixtures um, join in. Uh, even if you've never joined in before, you've still got a good chance of beating me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I believe, is it my turn this week? Yep. Okie dokie. So, what's the first Paul match? Paul Glasgow. 
Paul against Glasgow. So yep. I've already said I think Paul's going to win. Uh, but I'm going to say Paul by 12 points. I've gone Paul by 10. I'll go Paul by 14. Uh, wow, that's a big win. Okay. It can become it can come back from that, to be fair. Okay, the next one is the first leg of the other semi final in the Premiership. That's Ipswich. No, no sorry, that's uh, the League Cup. The League Cup final, of course, first leg. Sheffield against Kings Lynn on Thursday. Chef versus King Lynn. Okay. Up to you, Maestro. Go on then. <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, Sheffield by 12. I'll go Sheffield by uh, 10. Well, given the way Kings Lynn beat Wolverhampton, <laughs> yes, um, Sheffield by eight. Okay. Next up is the first leg of the Premiership Plus semi-final, Ipswich against Bellevue. I'll go Bellevue by six. That was quick. <laughs> Sorry. Where? Bellevue by six. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ipswich by six. Ipswich by eight also. Okay. okay. No, now the how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> 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 and now into the National League, we've got Armadale against Bellevue Colts. Armadale versus Bellevue. That's up to you. Bellevue by 12. It was up to you, actually. <laughs> Um, I'll go Bellevue by six. I'm going to say Bellevue by 14. Okay. Next up on Saturday at three o'clock, it's Glasgow against Poole in the rearranged... Uh, what was the first leg has now become the second leg. Uh, I think the weather's going to win this one. <laughs> uh, it's up to you. Um, yeah, because you've missed a go. Uh, is it Glasgow versus Paul? That's yes. the one. Okay, I'll go Glasgow by four. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll go Glasgow by two. I'll go Glasgow by four as well, which will put Paul in the final. Yep. Okay, next up is the uh, National Development League. Leicester against Berwick. I think that's top of the table clash, actually. So. Leicester versus Berwick. That's up to me then, isn't yeah. it? Uh, oh, Leicester by... 16. Mm. Leicester by 10. I'll say. I'll go Leicester by 12. Okay. okay. Wolves against Sheffield is next on uh, Monday. Wolves against Sheffield. Uh, it's up to you. Yeah. Would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Wolves by six, also. I'll go Sheffield by 39. Sheffield by six. Sheffield by 39. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? Um, draw. Okay. You'll get one of those ones. You never know. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't be happy with that. I'm still <laughs> uh, on the same night is the semi-final second leg of the other match. That's Bellevue against Ipswich. Mm, uh, it's up to me, isn't it? I'll go uh, Bellevue by four. 
I'm going to say Bellevue by eight, which f would put them in the final. I'll say Bellevue by ten, which I think would put them in as well, just because mm -hmm. I said it was probably eight in the first league. Yeah. Okay, and last one up. is Plymouth against Armadale in the NDL. Uh, up to it's up to me, yeah. yeah. Uh, Plymouth by 12. Plymouth by 20 also. I'll go Plymouth by 14. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That well, completes this week. Completed this week. Simon Pearson. Oh, Simon Pearson. <laughs> well, who is Simon Pearson? Is there no somebody idea. called Simon Pearson? No, no I idea. keep. I'm sorry, Nigel. One, one week, somebody on the um, shout box is going to pop up. And go, I'll have to oh, say Simon Pearson. I feel like I, I, I'm being bad to a deity. I'll have to say three waffies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but uh, no, it's. Uh, Going to be interesting in the last few weeks, isn't it? With the you know just two, two, three points between the top two, so mm. it's uh, we'll still we'll, maybe we'll go down to the wire. I don't know what we're going to do if we uh, we get a tie at the end of it. I think the um, sophisticated coin uh, comes into uh, play, doesn't it? You could be a spoiler for us with an <laughs> idea like that. So. This is an interesting um, comment by Fred Graham. If they water down the championship averages again, will the paying public get reduced admission fee? Don't think so. I know a large number of people who would not pay current admission prices for a league which is closer to NDL level. I don't think it would be close to NDL level. No, I, think I, it's, I think it's far too close to premiership level, yeah. in my opinion. Because, I mean, how, how many riders in, ride in both leagues all the time? Um, so that that just evens it all out. So, well, of course, we have the fixed nights now in the in the top league, which aren't universally popular. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so I I, I don't I, I understand where where you're coming from, um, Fred, but I don't don't think I I necessarily agree that it would be nearer to the NDL. I think a championship side would thrash an NDL side. Um, well, I suppose, a lot of, I suppose a lot of interesting things as well is whether we're going to carry on with the six teams in the Premiership next season or whether they're going to... Thank God you've got six teams, Well, that's the first the, thing to say. Obviously, of course, you know, have, have managed to get a stay of execution at, uh, at the showground. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's a lot been a lot of talk about Glasgow moving up because I think, although I think Glasgow have got the finances, I think there's a re there'd be a reluctance to move up, although, of course, if if we lose Edinburgh... Then, well, that change. their nearest team then would be in the championship. It would be uh, well. We've obviously lost Newcastle as well, haven't we? Mm. So it'd be Redcar, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, like, it's still a there bit close. Although in the Premiership, it would be Bellevue. So, yeah. I mean, there is the possibility of Workington coming back in the near future as well, isn't there? Where, where I think are we're, Workington going to be in the NDL initially, though, I think. I don't know. Because it uh, it's a very basic setup they've got there. It's a lovely setup, I must admit. I've seen photographs of it, and it's, it's right on the uh, on the Cumbrian coast as well. It's a mm. really, really nice... I've seen you know, some pictures of the it, track, so it looks, actually. It looks really looks, good. Uh, it looks really, really good. Um so there is some good things in Spain. Obviously, Workington, you know, looking good for looking good for uh, being for being back at some mm -hmm. point. Of course, Oxford's return might not have been successful on the track, but they've had 
very very good crowds at mm-hmm. uh, at Cowley this season. I think that's that's certainly worth, and that'll that'll certainly give a lot of hope to Coventry. We should say to uh, well done back. to Jordan Jenkins, of course. Absolutely, won um, the, uh, the NDL the uh, championship. No, uh, for, Jeff's right there. Berwick would be the closest one to uh, to Glasgow. To Glasgow so, yeah, yeah, so so that's I mean that's. Def, uh, Glasgow could definitely afford to move up, but seem to enjoy being a big fish in a smaller pond. I'm not sure that they wouldn't be a big fish in in the the small big pond. <laughs> yeah. you get my drift. Yeah. Um, there are whispers about another planning application at Swindon, but no way it'll be next year, if ever. Uh, yeah. The Swindon situation really is is concerning. That's that's right. like losing Coventry all over again, Swindon. Yeah, it, it I mean, they really have is. been they have been the outstanding team in the. Mm. Them and Paul have been the two outstanding teams in the top league, wouldn't they? So absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, as Fred said, Berwick would be Glasgow's closest if Edinburgh if Edinburgh close. I sincerely hope Edinburgh do manage to sort something out in time for next oh. year. But I think that it's looking. Unless they can do another deal to to extend their stay at Armadale, which I don't doesn't sound like is very likely. No. Well, yeah, they're just be- best wishes to, to to them, really. Yeah. Uh, somebody's fuming, but he's disappeared. I think it might oh, have been Dylan. Oh, so. There's yeah. got to be a minimum of eight teams in each league, says Cray. Cray? Craig Smith. Yeah. I do beg your pardon. Um, yeah. I can't disagree with that. Bloody fuming, says Spuddy, uh, with NLRC, was ooing and ahhing between Jenkins and Royner and ended up going for the, the one that didn't, that didn't ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hard luck. It's the way it goes, unfortunately. Yeah, it is, it so. is the way it goes. Well, it's uh, nearly time. Um, I mean, the one thing I, I, I would like to say is that I mean we think we've probably got another two yeah uh, two more programs to go before the end of the season we will stick it out to the end of the season even if it is I don't know December the 25th the way it's going (laughs) Merry Christmas we'll be looking we'll be looking to do a a show after the AGM possibly as well just to see what that's what I was going to say just to see when there is an AGM and there's all the news comes out we will do a program uh, because we would love to get everybody's views on mm. whatever comes out and you can bet your bottom dollar that whatever comes out more will come out after more will come out about the AGM after yeah. the official release than because you know, that's the way it always works but you know was it ever thus Glasgow can't afford to move up they currently need 1300 to attend to make a profit and get an average of 870 per meeting for them to move up Unless there's a financial gain from Eurosport or BSPL would be financial suicide for them. Also, riders demand more pay per point for Premiership, even though it's similar level to the Championship. Well, they pulled, pulled made their decision to drop down, didn't they? Because they felt that the Eurosport deal wasn't really mm. lucrative enough. Um, you know, again, I, I don't think Speedway realised how lucky it was when it had the Sky TV deal, and that was you know putting in. Big amounts of money into the sport back in the back in the end of the nineties and yeah. didn't take advantage of it unfortunately. No, they took too much of it, or they took too much of advantage for their own pockets. Yeah. I don't, I don't, or, or for the pockets of the riders started paying. I don't know, but there was no plan. No, essentially. 
Rich Thompson, Thomas has asked us to do one a month through the winter to keep us all in touch. Well, uh, we may do one if there's a sort of special occasion. Yeah, we, so. we, we've done that before, and we yeah. just keep keep your eye on the um, uh, the website, and yeah. uh, and you know we will, and on the Facebook pages and everything. And if we do one, we will let you know. But we will be back so, next yeah. week, of course. So, definitely. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, but we've got at least two more programs. We think. Yeah. So. Right, oh gosh, the music started. Yep, that's his wife saying, go away. Go away now, I want to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, everybody. Um, A Christmas special, says Pete Clark. Who knows? We'll see you all next week anyway. You take care, everybody, and good Good luck to everybody uh, in the playoffs. Bye bye. Good night. Good night, good night, good night. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern.